The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light him up, light him up, light him up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. Saturday, February 13th, 2021, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. Monday is President's Day, and although I do not like to talk politics on the show, you might be amazed which president smoked cigars and which did not. And what does that mean? We're going to get to that more. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. I like that little touch you put on there where you're going to now add meaning to it. Here we go. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog, at thecigarauthority.com. And joining us today is the biggest loser of the 2020 meatball. <laughs> uh, and, and it's a tie with the guy to your it's left. It's not a tie. His name was announced first. It was, it was in descending order. So he's the loser. Jim Price from, Thank you. from CLE Cigars, Aroa Cigars. What went wrong? Well, I don't think I, anything went wrong. <laughs> I made a traditional meatball, a little spicy. A little and spicy then, is what went wrong. And and then, a little and, uh, too spicy. Nobody liked it, so the hell with them. No, <laughs> you had two votes. You had two votes. Right. Two people thought it was the best. Two. And, and, okay. and neither of them were you. Correct. We didn't right. vote for our own meatball. So yeah. two. Well, thank you, those two people. There we go. Mm-hmm. So I don't think any of them were bad. No. no. Um, I went too heavy. I, I mean, I'll admit it. The white one wasn't very good. The winner? The white one. The white, white flag. I don't know who had that one. Mine was yellow. <sighs> was that you? Yeah. That was Sean. <laughs> Ed Sullivan is, um, he's a Richard Nixon is what he is. <laughs> what is that? Oh, I get you. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Let's smoke a cigar. I'm dying to light up. Um, Barry, what do we have here? Today's first cigar is the Aroa First 20, and it's manufactured in Honduras by CLE Cigars. The size they were lighting up is a 5x50 Robusto, and it is a Honduran Puro. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back $13.59, while a box of 20 is $239.99, which comes out to just $11.99 per cigar. It's a savings of almost $32 or 12% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, Try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. This is a kind of a high-end Robusto. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not low-priced. No. Yeah. No. You're a picker. You're a picker or you need to borrow something? No, I just better. tear it off like that. All right, that's how you do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. We don't like that around here because it, we sell Christian less taught cigar me that. cutters. <laughs> cutters. <laughs> it, also, it is time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and they actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. 
We got a couple of possibly new podcasters in the audience that are listening, watching us. So, and is this a good example? We're I don't setting? know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an example of what it not works to do. for us, but don't don't do this. <laughs> don't a lot try of cedar this at home mm-hmm. on a cold draw. Yeah, Heavy cedar, cedar and box press. Chocolate this is part of the Sky Authority care package. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Nice. Yeah, cedar and it's chocolate in the nibs. package. And, and I didn't get exactly the same one because Dave can't see as well as not being able to hear. Yeah, yours is lighter. Mine is lighter. You, you just have the, grab uh, the Colorado wrapper. Which version. is fine. Which uh, means that Pam also has the lighter one because I just thought that's the one we were smoking <laughs> and that Dave knew. Uh, so I got her the lighter cascading, one. But they're both excellent. So I'm Dave's bad, What's Pam? the difference between the Dave's two? Bad. Just the wrapper? The wrapper, correct. Yeah. Only. Only, yes. Okay. Yep. All right. Sometimes, gonna, sometimes this a This is a dark one, Doran. Sometimes not. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Gauntlet. The Vertigo Gauntlet features a distressed finish, single action, three jets in line, and they're fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you've got easy adjustment and a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of $19.99. That's the Vertigo Gauntlet. How do you beat that? You don't beat that. You can't. You can't. Uh, President's Day weekend. This used to be a big deal. You old enough to remember? Buy a car. The, buy a car. On Monday. Everybody had to buy yeah. a car on Monday because <laughs> it was a big deal. Ira, Ira, Ira. Well, I remember. And it was just Washington's birthday back in the yes, day. Yes, it was. It was. So this goes back to 1968. Congress passed the Uniform Monday Holiday Bill, which moved the number of holidays onto Monday because the holiday, you know, Washington wasn't born on a Monday. It, you know, it, it might have been. No, it, it wasn't that way at all. It was, uh, he was born on February 22nd, and it would change every year, but they would celebrate it every Monday because they wanted to make it so regular people, obviously not retailers because we don't right. have weekends off, but regular people would have a long weekend. That's what that was all about. So during the debate over it, they proposed that George Washington's birthday be renamed to President's Day so that they can incorporate Lincoln. So Lincoln's birthday, February 12th, and February 22nd for Washington's. Let's pick the Monday in between, and that will be President's Mm. Day. Congress rejected that and said, nope, we're not going to do that. It's George Washington's birthday. We're not going to allow that. Right. Um, However, President's Day became commonly accepted name by retailers. So retailers said... It's President's Day. It's President's Day. It's President's Day. Even though it was George Washington's birthday and it was Lincoln's birthday, they went on. So you did this? Not me personally, but retailers in general actually made it end up happening despite Congress. So retailers made Congress end up doing it, even though they said, no, we're not going to do it. It was retailers that made it happen. So you can beat City Hall. You can fight (laughs) and end up changing this. Um, So what do you smoke on President's Day? Presidente, a large oh, size yeah, cigar. Yeah, you got the Churchill Presidente. Yeah. yeah, you got the Presidente size. I don't. I don't think that needs to be a thing. I don't think the size you matters. Have the beer too, right? Just because it's President's Day, you smoke whatever the hell you want. Size you keep matters. telling yourself that size matters. That's what my wife tells me. <laughs> <laughs> Most people are off, right? I would say so. We're gonna have a full lounge tomorrow. Yeah, on a Saturday. Uh, what day Monday. Is Saturday? Monday. Monday. You're on the Cigar Authority. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. I remember in school, I used to get two days off. Now I think schools just get one day off. 
What'd you have? Friday, in, Monday. In retail, I get no days off. So no, this is school vacation for Massachusetts. I think. Starts. Yeah, but there was always that winter recess. Well, they, yeah. they haven't gone to school in a year, and, they, <laughs> and they're on vacation. Snow yeah. days. Yeah, no <laughs> snow days. Um, what we're supposed to do right now, and I'm not prepared for this. Hmm. Um, oh, are you welting? But no, I'm not welting. I just don't have it in front of me. But um, we had a bet last week, which was who was going to win the Super Bowl and who was going to win by the most. And uh, Ed had Kansas City by 10. Yeah, it didn't work out. It didn't work out. I was even worse than you. I had Kansas City by 15. Huh. And I did that because I really wanted Tampa to win. Yeah. It usually happens the opposite of what I end up doing. Jonathan had Tampa. Congratulations. Thank you. But you had him by three. And Barry had Tampa by six. So each one of us today has to buy Barry a cigar. But if we don't want to? You have to. That well, was the Ed, bet. Ed Sullivan already bought me one. He gave me one in a new uh, Bandolero Serie A, the 42 ring gauge. Okay. Because he likes I that. I thought one. I got well, you actually, the 46. This, is, this works out perfectly Did because. I, uh, he got me the 46. Yeah. It's the Jasus. Barry's. Uh, Barry's card was compromised so he has no money right now yep. so <laughs> therefore we, he can't even afford to buy cigars so we should do the right thing and take care of him. we should anyway because we made a bet yeah. to him so yeah but even more so what are you gonna buy him uh that's a good question that's a good so question you, you've already taken care of, your taken bet. Care of it okay. my initial thought was just because i'm a sore loser is to buy him a dos ombre and then box press part of it with my car you know, just, yeah. And then give that to him. You put that on the MeWees this week. I did. I was expecting but, to get that. Uh, but I think I'll just get him something. I'll get him something legit. What is it? Um, I was going to do Bandolero, but Ed Sullivan already did it. So I'll take it. You know what? Bandolero. Um, no, no, no. Can't get Jim Price is on the show right today. He deserves, he deserves yeah. an extra tick. So I'm going to go CLE Corojo 1118. Hmm. Ah, Corojo. I don't know Corojo. Well, you're going to learn Corojo, buddy. Corojo 1118, the bulbous one. That's right. Yes, the bulbous. And I would like to buy Barry something that scored a 100. And I'm going to let you. Any of his 100 cigars? You've had three? Yep. I'll take the uh, Out of Base Spiritus. Okay. Oh, nice. All right. He's had three 100 scoring cigars in his lifetime. Uh, and I want to get into that in the after show. With Barry's been doing these uh, cigar reviews for years, uh, and he's not getting far with it, is he? He's he's there's a little no. sh- there's some no. shit, there's <laughs> shit going on be- mm. between the people rating cigars, the YouTubers, the bloggers. You would think oh, they yeah. would all want to stick together. I mean, That's living it. your entire life having your underwear pulled up over the back of your head, <laughs> you'd want to you'd want to be around all the other people that had that happen all to them I'm and support them. On the after show, there's a fair chance I'm going to get in trouble again. Yeah. All right. Good. Because I have a huge opinion on this. Looking forward Good. to that. Good. Not not so much your opinion, just <laughs> all right. getting in trouble. All right. So Barry's all set. Uh, let's get to the presidents and cigars. Uh, as I say, never want to really bring up politics in this show. It gets us in trouble. But I, I can't help but noticing the striking similarities between Joe Biden, our president, and Donald Trump, our former president. Similarities. You think there's nothing similar between the two? Joe Biden and Donald Trump share a few common personality traits, but did you know neither of them smoke or drank in their life? Both of them. Did you I know knew, that? I, I knew that, that about Trump. Donald Trump, I but I did Trump. not know yeah. that Biden about him. I mean, never had a drink. Drink now. He sounds drunk. So. He never had a drink, ever, or 
a cigarette or a cigar ever in his life. I probably know two people mm. in the whole world that never had a cigarette, cigar, or a drink that's an adult, and it's them two. I don't know another person. I think Gene Simmons of Kiss really? is another one who's never taken drugs, alcohol, or tobacco. So You're kidding me. Is he the next president, you think? Maybe. <laughs> he probably could be. You never know. The world is crazy enough, right? Gene Simmons for president? Oh, my God. No, I think that's, that's a true story. He's... He abstained in the late 70s of the heyday of rock and roll, if you will, excess. But he's he never run started? The platform. No, the that just never, never has back. shoes. Wow. Yep. Well, they both have abstained their whole life from smoking or drinking in a lifetime. Um, this is the first time in modern history two presidents in a row have not had an alcohol drink uh, or smoking. It's never happened the two in a row has ever happened. Biden and Trump, for all their differences, share that similarity. Each one grew up with families shallowed by alcoholism. Trump's brother died from it, and Biden's uh, favorite uncle growing up, heavy drinker, and he died from it. Both this, uh, keep themselves away from boozy social circuits in Washington and New York. Biden, because of his commuting home with his family in Delaware, remember that he would he would do that all the time, actually to get away from the socialism that was socialism. <laughs> Being social. <laughs> yes. Much. Freddie Slip. Slip. And uh, Trump was more comfortable going home and watching television. Hmm. Uh, American presidents who were fond of drinking, uh, most of them. Yeah. Um, there have been presidents over the centuries who practiced abstinence and did not drink, though. Uh, Rudolphus Hayes, William Harrison. Harrison? Why don't you spell it? Rutherford Hayes. Rutherford Hayes. Rutherford. William Harrison. George W. Bush stopped on his 40th birthday. Yeah, a couple, couple lines of Coke and a celebration, and he's done, right? Yep. And Jimmy Carter not only didn't drink, he didn't allow hard liquor in the White House. Oh, no. Imagine that. Those weren't the party No, years. those weren't the good old no. days, right? You know who, I think it's got to be on your list, the big drinker and cigar smoker. If you want both of them, you got to go to U.S. Grant, Ulysses S. Grant. We got him here. What about Richard Kennedy? Nixon, huge drinker. Mm. Uh, pipe smoker, I believe. He, he had a slogan for his presidential campaign that I've, I've lived my entire life with, which is... Tricky Dick? Win with Dick. <laughs> win with. And Jonathan subscribes to that to this day. <laughs> I subscribe. I'm not going to subscribe. Say I had something I was going to say, but I'm not going to Go say. ahead. It's no. low-hanging fruit. My God, I just couldn't pass up on it. <laughs> Linda, you got to have a dick to win. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Says, that's why says he lost the guy who came in last place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Lyndon Johnson, big big drinker. Um, Martin Van Buren uh, or Blue Whiskey Van, they called him. Huh? What? What? Why Blue, Blue Whiskey? Whiskey? I don't. I don't know what that is, but that was his name. Uh, George H. W. Bush, uh, martini every single day. George Washington had a distillery, mm-hmm. his own distillery. He produced eleven thousand gallons of uh, hard liquor in seventeen ninety nine. Largest distillery in America that he owned. Um, when it was completed in 1797, the distillery was the largest in America. In fact, George Washington blew his entire campaign budget on 160 gallons of liquor <laughs> to serve to potential voters. He you actually liquored vote. them up. He got your vote. Uh, success greeted him. So uh, that is uh, what happened with the liquor end of it, but let's talk cigars. Wasn't Kennedy a drinker too? 
He smoked cigars. I know we're going to get to him on cigars, but I mean, I there was that picture of him with the scotch glass and the cigar that mm-hmm. I remember. Oh, that's the cigar, but hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I think know he had a bad back and he took medication. Maybe you didn't see him with alcohol a lot because of he was on pain meds. I don't know. Uh, but presidents who love cigars. Ulysses S. Grant, the 18th president, had a close relationship with cigars. In pitches, he was often portrayed uh, with his cigar. He wanted it actually, uh, somebody's ready to take a picture. He'd say, hold on and go grab mm. his cigar so that the cigar was in the picture. And they say he smoked about 20 a day, so I don't think they were <laughs> far from him to begin with. I wish he was a customer. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin Coolidge. President from 1923 to 29, often seen in public with a cigar. Uh, he offered them to members of Congress to enjoy with him. To dis- If you we're in discussions, let's have a cigar and discuss it, whatever the problem was, over cigars. Andrew Jackson and his wife, Rachel, uh, were such regular views of tobacco that Mrs. Jackson, who smoked two cigars a night while mm. seated in a rocking chair between a war- next to a warm fire. That's uh, that we call nice. We have a name for that type of woman in the industry. Keeper. 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 <laughs> Zachary Taylor smoked cigars, but only in the pre- in the presence of fellow male smokers. Hmm. Just the opposite, that he would only do it in front of males. But you could get away with it in, that, in those days, right? Oh, yeah. Now, Gentleman Cigar Smoker, which is how my anniversary party started, was called the Gentleman Cigar Smoker. We pulled that off for one year. I got so much hate mail, even back <laughs> in those days. Of gentlemen cigar smoker? I thought I was being classy and being nice. No. What? A woman can't come? Of course they can come. Why is it called a gentleman cigar smoker? That was it. One and done. William Taft, the 27th president, he entered the White House as a cigar smoker but quit while in office. Nobody likes a quitter. Warren Harding, the 29th president, brought his humidor from Ohio to his home in the White House. Love to see that. Herbert Hoover reported to be a big cigar smoker while tackling the pressures of the Great Depression. Chester Arthur, the 21st president, enjoyed lavish suppers, concluding with champagne and imported cigars, always. Benjamin Harrison, moderate cigar smoker, and made available complimentary cigars available at the White House for all guests. Huh? There's That's a the way to yeah. do it. Benjamin Harrison. They don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> William McKinley, 25th president, um, was never seen smoking in public, but in the White House privately, always. Like 18 a day. John F. Kennedy, most famous cigar smoker of modern day. He smoked uh, as a young man. His press secretary, a thousand Cuban cigars, as he... Wrote the embargo, the embargo yeah. and put that into prison. And of course, Pierre Salinger. Right. Pierre Salinger, right? Yeah. And I think they were H. Upman Petite Coronas. Yes. Yes. And who am I forgetting? Bill Clinton. Ah, you're not forgetting. Yeah, not but, forgetting. but did he smoke them or did he, he slicker them? He not only smoked them, you know, he bought them from us. <laughs> Do you know that? No, I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that. Ah. He bought them from two guys. Um, not him personally, his people that end up shipping to him uh, until he stopped. He ended up quitting cigars, but um, he bought cigars from us. Almost cost him his marriage. I don't think so. <laughs> but I say never trust a politician, especially if they don't drink or smoke. Nice. So, words to live by right huh? there. 
All right, so, you know, what am I going to talk about during President's Day? So this is the list of uh, the presidents and cigar smokers. As I do that, my cigar mm-hmm. stayed lit. Stayed lit. That's a win. A sign a win. of a good cigar, the Aroa 20th anniversary, and it's pretty amazing, 20th anniversary. Um, the Aroa brand is five years old. It's so. Well, in July will be nine. Nine. <clears throat> Excuse wow. Me. This is celebrating the 20 years um, of Christian in the business uh, working with his dad. So he started in 1995, Christian. And this cigar came out late 2015. Okay. In celebration of that. And you know, when he came up here, his idea was to get this Camacho brand going. And he went to me and he said, I want to start testing these blends of Camacho. And he was testing bands. He was testing different cigars out. And um, they came in all different sizes and shapes. We changed pricing all the time. And we did this for an entire year. And a week didn't go by before there was a change. Oh, okay, send me those back. I've sent some new ones to you. Let's try this. When we finally got to the end and said, okay, we got it, it was a box-pressed Maduro. And said, this is it. We have it. It's a box press Maduro. It's unbelievable. Everybody loves it. All right, send me the rest back. I send them the rest back. Camacho comes out. They're round. (laughs) (laughs) Is it possible this is that cigar? Because it never came out. Uh, That I don't know. It was too long ago for me to have a... Imagine if somebody saved some of those. Just the historic value of that entire year. Holding on to those cigars. I didn't. I had the original box when it came out, and over the years, when Christian would come up, I'd break open the box, and did I ever give you one yeah, of those? Yeah, tri- the triangle box. No, no, no. no. Way before. Just a regular, this the first ones that ever came out. I uh, think you gave me one before, yeah. It was box pressed, Yeah, and then they came out to the round after, but that, that original box I had saved, and um, whatever, there was 20 or 25 cigars in it, so... I never smoked it by myself. It was each time somebody came until there was nothing left, and that was it. And that was the world's worst box that you referred to ever made yes. in the yeah. cigar industry, that you ought to unscrew it to open it. <laughs> well, um, before the unscrewed true. one is this was the Camacho Diploma. And the weird thing that happened to Camacho Diploma is I launched the cigar for one entire year. The brand comes out. It's going great. And then he comes out with a triangle box and this is the Camacho Diploma. And I said, beautiful, send me some of those. And he goes, I can't. He says, you have to come to the factory in order to get them. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I've gotten all, all the ones that didn't work out. Now we have a winner here. You have to send it to me. He goes, no, you have to come to the factory. And I go, I'm not coming to the factory. You've got to <laughs> actually come to the factory to get your diploma. That was the idea of it, mm-hmm. to get your diploma, and the diploma is you can now have this cigar to sell. It mm-hmm. came in a triangle, little slide top on the top part yeah. of the triangle, and now inside that triangle was a bundle wrapped up in tissue paper like that was around this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how are you going to get, get it? it? Yeah. It's impossible to get. It's a puzzle. So now you got to put your finger in and you got to try to break the tissue paper tissue without paper damaging the wrapper without underneath. the wrapper and then shake the cigar out it was madness but the cigar inside was all Corolla. it was unbelievable aged in the cedar box it was there wow what a cigar it was uh, oh i remember smoking a lot of them yeah. yeah dave we got something important 
I, I feel as though this needs to be addressed right now. Let's do it. All right. This is from GMGM0013, whoever that may be. It right, rolls off your tongue. That's good. Barry. <laughs> Gotta say, the last few replies I got from Mr. J when I emailed the Cigar Authority have been nothing but shit. Exclamation. Re- replies. Point. Shit replies. Shit. Do your business a favor. Give that to somebody who cares. Cheers, wow. G. Wow. So G is not... I'm so happy it's not about me this time. Wow. Yeah. So what So what, what does he want? What does this guy want? I don't know who he is. Just a little courtesy, apparently. I don't know. I don't know what you, you say to these When you people. said last week that the emails have been weak, I got 30 emails. There wasn't enough time in the day to reply to every single one. I just printed out the ones that were good. So well, you oh, and answered, I answered anybody that had questions that we may not get to on the show and maybe in particular he he asked for something that was supposed to do or he didn't get his thing read maybe it's going to happen. Was it a complaint and he wasn't happy with the response? Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. You've upset somebody. GMG 0665. <laughs> 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 this is he's writing to you on I'm sorry he, uh, in the chat room. In the chat yeah. room. Yeah. All right. I so mean, the ginger piper says, sounds like G is a dickhead. <laughs> Give Mr. J a break. So. That, that's possible. It, <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, Mr. J has been going through a lot this week. I have pitches. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sean Beaudry says it's Jonathan's ex wife. <laughs> Jonathan. Oh. Jonathan I, I didn't put it up on social media, but Jonathan was served his papers no, this I, week. That's... And I took a picture of it. I have it with him looking at it, and he's got this look of, oh my God, she's taking everything. No. Mm-hmm. Look on his face. Oh, yeah. I happened to be there and. That look was... I said, hold on. I said, Jonathan, he turns his head and he goes, what the hell are you doing with that? Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the shot. Uh, yeah, I got, I got nervous. <clears throat> well, I got I filed the paperwork last Friday and they sent me the packet and the initial paperwork is exactly that. It's less than 10% of the total paperwork you got to do. So fingers crossed that uh, I get it all done and done right. Hmm. And then the ball goes into her court. So for anybody that, whose email I didn't reply to because you weren't asking a question, I'm sorry. I've had a busy week. Well, this guy yeah. seems like you did reply to him. And yeah, they were just shit replies. Because he said the last few replies. So you cut and pasting? One. Replies, no. I, so what I, does he want? Say what you want right if now. You, if you're going to write to us, just say it. If you write an email and it's nice or whatever the concept is, I get it. I'll reply, nice, Mr. J. Nice. I, if you have a question, there's guys that I, I've had a three week conversation with a guy about his humidor, trying to get it up and running and working perfectly. And I've replied at length because he needed it. You know, I, I do what I can with what I got. All right. I'm certainly not trying to shirk any duties when it comes to emails, but we got 30 this week. I had to narrow that down to three. Wasn't easy. Sorry, get your so, white flag out from so, the one from the meatball. <laughs> <laughs> he loses the meatball. His wife left him. The guy's <laughs> life is falling in there. And you got a problem when he doesn't respond to your they're, emails? They're piling enough? on. <laughs> emails. Multiple yeah, emails. Multiple. And you know why I don't take the emails anymore? Yeah, I, know. I don't respond to them. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the worst when it comes to it. We got our lives. We're busy, too. Yeah. And if it's a good email, we'll read it. Right. Yep. We have to do this multiple well, the, times. Well, the thing is that I, I got, honestly, there were 27 good emails. I had to narrow that down. There were three that were 
they How about if you got a suitable. complaint, you send it to Barry, and if it's a good one, you send it to Jonathan. Because ba- Barry, you deal, with, you good deal with, with complaints all day a long. A lot. I've only lost my mind once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you're going to do it on the after show today. And I might do it on the after We're show We're going to see what happens. All right, early thoughts on the Aroa. Good cigar, burning slow, stays lit for me. Uh, is this the, the original Camacho? The, uh, I don't know if it's the original Camacho no. Diploma, but I will say I do thoroughly enjoy the Corojo flavor. It is authentic. I love the fact that they ship these in cedar boxes. You really get those cedar notes, a little bit of chocolate component to it. It's it's very good, and I I forget about it sometimes. And- I gotta get this back into my regular rotation. One to ten rotation. strength profile, eight. Like a five, five, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. five. Yeah, yeah. five, six. I I would say this cigar is a lot more refined than the original Camacho. Yeah, he definitely has it going on. He's yeah. he's learned five. over the years. It's a straight medium. <laughs> That's not a five. Full-bodied. Yeah, you're saying it's a yeah. straight medium. Straight medium. That's nah, full bodied. I think anybody could smoke this. Full bodied, full flavor. Got some pepper notes. A lot Ooh, of cedar. Definitely pepper. Yeah, it's good. It's good. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, the real coin story. Oh God! You yeah. thought you heard it, but you didn't. <laughs> I got that and more presidents and cigars. Stick around, everybody. We're live on the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. 
So when I heard his brand Kristoff was pissed off, I was surprised. Kristoff cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Kristoff is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Christian Eiroa from CLE, Asylum, and Eiroa. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Eiroa, Eiroa, say it. Eiroa, you don't say it like he does. I do. Yeah? Getting better at it. Yeah? All right. We're back with Smoking Eiroa, Eiroa, for his 20th anniversary with a couple of losers, the losers from the meatball competition. Dead last, both of them. And you can't tie for last. And both of you are doing it next year. Oh, I'm coming back. Which is not a selling point. We get the two worst ones, and the, the, the people that want that did the best are not coming back. Just the ones that are the worst. Two well, Oliver that, did the best. He's coming back. Okay. Was, that wasn't a traditional. It wasn't a traditional meatball. He's disqualified. Well, he, I'm making that announcement. <clears throat> anybody that voted for him, and he, and he had a lot of votes. It was in the it's, double digits. It's not called traditional meatball. It's right. That's meatball. what I was told. Meatball competition. Told. So we was, just have to step our game up right. next year. It was more so, like a cheeseburger. So we need two more people. Okay. I think Ed was saying he wanted to do it. Yeah. I say we solicit Michael Capolini. Ah, that is a great idea. Hmm. From Toscano Cigars. So we could coming to an end if I got a great idea. That is a great idea. We should reach out to him and say, what do you, what do you say? You got to do this. Although he lives far away, he can come and use our kitchen if he wants. Sure. All right. That, that, that seems I, like a plan. Um, okay. The real coin story. So... I found it so weird. Somebody ended up writing on um, the MeWees of <laughs> here is the coin story. Here's the date. Mm. One minute, one hour and 16 minutes into the, into the show, and they put the coin story on. Wow. <clears throat> which is that coin story. Did you re-listen? I did. Yeah. 
was short like I thought, and I was yeah. 100% right. I, I got right to the point, and it was not boring, <laughs> and it was actually very good. Now, this, on the other hand, may be boring, uh, <laughs> but, but we'll see. This is the real coin story. What presidents are on the coin? So, so it's clear that Maduro Dave will be reading this bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's on the penny? Uh, Lincoln. Correct. Lincoln. Nickel. Uh... Jefferson. Jefferson. Jefferson is right. The dime. Kennedy. Eisenhower. Kennedy. Eisenhower. Roosevelt. Damn it. Is it? Yeah. Oh, the bill's better. The quarter. <laughs> Washington. Washington. Happy yeah. birthday. George Washington and the half dollar. Kennedy. Kennedy, Kennedy. is right. Uh, Monday is President's Day and Abraham Lincoln's birthday was yesterday, February 2nd, 1809. Lincoln and Kennedy. You know the story of the Lincoln Kennedy coincidence? Coin co- coin coincidence. Coin incidents. Coin incidents. The only thing worse than the fact that he can't coin- pronounce <laughs> regular words is when he can't pronounce a word he's trying to coin. There was all kinds of nonsense. <laughs> like, like, uh, I, see, like, I see what you did there, John. Kennedy had some yeah. secretary called Lincoln, yeah. and Lincoln had some secretary called Kennedy. Or who do you knows remember what? when they came out? I, I remember being at Ford's Theater. And they had, you know, um, tourist kind of things. A, bu- with a, a buck list. fifty a piece for these pennies. They're still circulated. They're out there if you see them. It's it's a regular penny, but you're going to see Kennedy's face facing Lincoln's face. That mm. They actually put this thing out. Lincoln was elected in 1860. Kennedy was elected in 1960. Whoa, not too crazy, <laughs> but uh, there are seven letters in each of uh, each of their names. Oh boy. Both presidents were slain on a Friday. You want to wake me up when this is over? <laughs> Both were slain in the presence of their wives. Both were directly concerned with civil rights. Kennedy's secretary was Lincoln, who warned him not to go to Dallas. Lincoln's secretary was Kennedy, who warned him not to go to the theater. Both of their successors were named Johnson. <laughs> Andrew Johnson and Linda Johnson. Each name consists of 13 letters. Both served in the U.S. Senate, and both were Southern Democrats. Lyndon Johnson was born in 1908, and Andrew Johnson was born in 1808. Did you see how all these things go together? Did you say Southern Democrats? Yeah. I mean, really, you just look at the two guys' bios, and you you can see the similarities, and then you write it up, and it's a conspiracy theory. There we go. Oswald. When did Kennedy come from the South? Not Kennedy. Johnson. Oh, Johnson. Okay. Oswald. Shot Kennedy. No, he didn't. From a warehouse. No. And hit into a theater. No. <laughs> Booth shot Lincoln in a theater and hit in a warehouse. That is true, but he was not shot by Oswald. That All was right, a setup. Enough with your conspiracies. <laughs> Booth, well, only your conspiracy That's holds right. any water on the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Booth and Oswald were murdered before their trial could be arranged. Booth and Oswald were, we're born both 100 years apart, exactly. Hmm. And Lee Harvey Oswald and John Wilkes Booth, each name contains 15 letters. And I hear they were murdered by the Clinton Foundation. Possibly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But that's the real coin story. Of wow. that coin that exists. See, I thought oh, you were going to go with the, the uh, whole story. That's the whole story. All, right. all of the coins, the major coins that you use, the quarter, the nickel, and the dime, all face one way. And then Lincoln's penny faces the other it way. Because once you've been shot in the back of the head, you never forget. Ah. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going with the coin story. See how short and sweet that was? I just tied it all it up. Wasn't that sweet? It wasn't sweet at all. As opposed to the, 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 the stuff I just told you there. 
Huh? It was like they it all set fell, it up. It all fell apart when you didn't uh, pay homage to the real conspiracy. But that's all right. You two done? <laughs> so one of your brands is Asylum. That's yes. Your, that's your biggest selling one. The Asylum, yeah. Asylum. Yeah. Biggest size, biggest selling, biggest everything. It's time to take a peek into the Asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane Asylum. <laughs> Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> you understand how Dave works. The only reason you're on the show is so he could do that little throw to the Asylum bit. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And no, we're not talking about Asylum Cigars or anything. No. Sorry, parents. Sorry. Last week, a woman named Tessica Brown wound up in the hospital after she ran out of her favorite hair gel. Looking to create a slip-backed ponytail, she opted to use Gorilla Glue to obtain the look. <laughs> While the product isn't meant to be confused with Gorilla Snot, which is an actual hair care product, really, the woman was caught off guard when the glue became permanent, sending her to the hospital where she had to undergo a four-hour surgery to remove the adhesive. Couldn't you just cut her hair? Should have shaved the head, right? Now word comes that Ms. Brown is considering suing the makers of Gorilla Glue because the warning label didn't state it wasn't meant to be used on hair. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. Hey, remember Only that in lady America. With, the, with the cut coffee got millions of dollars because her McDonald's. coffee was hot? Yep. Was you that McDonald's? Shit, you? I love this shit. He loves this shit. <laughs> George Padron. You'd have to be a moron. To sp- I, I didn't know Gorilla Glue, you could spray it. I, I knew the other format. So hmm. you'd have to be a moron to spray your head with that, I imagine. You would, but mor- moron, <laughs> is a, there's no warning label on, on moron, I guess. Next week on the show, uh, Pino's coming in with the Cigar Cartel Group. Oh, nice. nice. We're talking about... What cigar smokers should smoke instead of Cuban cigars? Good talk. Get a little into that. The following week is the prediction show, and uh, I'll be glad to get that off my plate because is that late this year? Something happened yesterday. Oh, I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, he's texting me every day with all the different stuff. Oliva. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Which? Oh, that's not true, Dave. Everybody said you're crazy. Yeah. Oh, they were mad at you too. They were mad because it was so untrue. And now it happens, and that's it. But anyway, we'll move on uh, from there. That's what's coming out. So uh, dollar bill. Who's on the dollar bill? President. Dollar bill. George Washington. Judge Washington is correct. How about the $2 bill? Jefferson. Jackson. Jefferson is right. Jefferson Jefferson is right. Jackson's on the 20. $5 bill. Oh, and Lincoln. Lincoln is right. Lincoln. $10 bill. Hamilton. Hamilton. Hamilton is right. Is uh, how about twenty? Jackson. Jackson. Jackson is right. The fifty dollar bill. Grant. 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 Hundred. Franklin. 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 The Very Benjamin. good. Very the good. Benjamins. The Benjamins. The Benjamin Franklins. There what, we go. What about the thousand dollar bill? How about the five hundred dollar bill? Ooh. Tough yeah. one. I don't have those. <laughs> I don't <laughs> have those either. <laughs> the last five hundred dollar bill. Rolled off the presses in 1945, formally discontinued 24 years later in 1969, but they still exist. Hmm. And they go for about $1,000 a piece if you want one. They really? Yeah. Right. Just look look at it double, the 500 and 1,000. No idea. William McKinley is on the 500. $1,000 bill features two-time president of the United States. Oh, who, went, who, went, who made it twice? Um, 
This is not consecutive. No, it came back again. Yeah, he yeah. came back. Taft? He was the nation's. Well, he was the nation's twenty-second and twenty-fourth president. Being the only president to serve two non-consecutive terms is Grover Cleveland. Cleveland. You like to have a Grover? guy named Grover. Yeah. yeah. Grover Cleveland. <laughs> like the Muppet? $1,000 bill. It, it exists. Mm-hmm. And I went to Nicholas Perdomo's wedding, and somebody gave him as a gift a $1,000 bill mm-hmm. as a gift. Mm. Unique. And did that make you feel better or worse about your gift? Yeah. <laughs> My mixtape? <laughs> I bought him a mixtape. He made him a mixtape. <laughs> he mixed it on the vinyl. Oh, it was I good. See. It I was see. good. Um, Actual you? tape? Cassette mm. tape? Yeah. yeah. And a cassette player. And I, I did what I could do. What do you give somebody to yeah. miss everything, right? Right, right. Um, $5,000 bill was initially issued um, for the Revolutionary War, only officially printed by the government when the Civil War began. The bill was granted a portrait of... James Madison. Hmm. President Richard Nixon ordered the bills to be recalled in 1969 due to uh, criminal activities for money laundering and stuff because it still existed then. Finding a $5,000 bill today takes luck, and it's worth significantly more than the $5,000 that it is. They they think that there's about 400 that exist, $5,000 bill. Um, There is a $10,000 bill, $10,000. Simon Chase, uh, he is the most accomplished politician in our nation's history, never to serve as president. He was the governor of Ohio, treasurer under Abraham Lincoln, and became the chief justice in the Supreme Court. He is on the $10,000 bill. That was printed in 1918. Isn't Simon Chase also a cigar guy? There is a cigar guy (laughs) called Simon Chase. There is. 1969, they purged them. They think that there are four of those bills left uh, as $10,000. And the number That's one- That's got to be worth a million, the $10,000 bill at well, this point. Huh? How about the $100,000 bill? There's a $100,000 bill. Mr. Monopoly. Mr. Monopoly? He's a president. <laughs> I think his name was mentioned today. Hamilton? Woodrow Wilson. Oh, Wilson. The $100,000. Hamilton wasn't a president. No. no. Woodrow Wilson. Yeah. You said Hamilton. No, he said Hamilton. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know who the presidents were. This one, only four, was. only four of these $100,000 bills were produced. No, only 42,000 $42, bills were ever printed. $100,000 bill. There was a $100,000 bar. Which was a candy bar, <laughs> later known as the what? How, how is it hundred grand that you grand. can you can turn just about any segment into a food segment? <laughs> I have that ability to do it. It's like a superpower. Very talented. Very talented. Uh, speaking of talent, I think the Aroa family is very talented when it comes to making cigars. All three of them, all mm-hmm. the two brothers and the father, uh, they got something going on. Um, they've done it and done it again. They got their company, they sold it again, and now they have two separate companies, and they're both doing sensational. They not only made a comeback, they doubled up. So yeah. if they sell Pretty those unique. two, will they come back with four? <laughs> I don't know. See, I think they end up eventually combining forces. Has anybody done this before? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think it's ever been done before, the comeback. People have attempted the comeback. But to successfully come back and double up on it 
The interesting is thing is on the second time around to put the last name of Aroa on the cigar. Because they never sold that out. Right. And you would think they're never going to sell this one out. I don't know. The right buyer comes along. Cash mm. talks. Everything's for sale at some point, right? Even your meatball recipe? <clears throat> you better believe it. It's ten ninety nine. dollars $10.99 for the copy. meatball recipe. Well, Dave, if somebody wants to buy the Garofalo brand, how much does that cost? Not for sale. Well, you, everything's at for any sale. price? That's what you guys said. Oh. <clears throat> I don't say everything's for sale. No yeah, I don't see him. Do I don't it. see him selling no. the Garofalo no. brand. No, never. never. Hmm. What are they going to give me? Money? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, what if they gave you candy bars? What if it was a stupid uh, number? Hundred thousand dollar bar? What if it was a stupid number? Couldn't refuse. Pay it all in. Uh, well, and I think that's why it was <laughs> sold in the first place. Why Camacho was sold? Because it would. I, I believe Christian had said that to me. It would be um, um, financially irresponsible. Irresponsible. He said it would be irresponsible not to do that, even right. though he didn't want to do it, obviously, because he got back into it. Right. But it's an irresponsible. But you don't mind being irresponsible, so you could refuse the so, offer. Yeah. Whatever the number was, and I don't know what the number was, but whatever it was, it has to be more than what they that company could have produced in five years, six years, because five years, because that was the non-compete, right? About five years. About, yeah, about five years. I, I believe, so So that's a uh, earnings number. It's a multiple of sure. your earnings. And I I don't want to go on record saying it, but I think <laughs> the number was probably 12. 12 times earnings. That's- I'm guessing. An impressive number. Correct. It's not, it's not five. Right. It ain't going for five. You give somebody 12. You want it. For whatever reason, you get, you you get want twelve it. years of what you would have earned all at once. Right. Yeah. Be irresponsible you know, not to take that. It, it's like when somebody hits the lottery and they say you can take a one-time payment, or you can get it over the next. How many years do they go? I think it's twenty. Twenty, 20 years. 20, yeah. What are you taking? Most people take the one-time lump, which is a big mistake because it's usually people that don't have money and don't know how to handle Correct. that kind of money, and they go broke. The answer is you take it over a long period of time. That's somebody owning a company. You're going to get, let's call it 12 times earnings. You're going to get over 12 years, assuming, you you know, if you get it all at once, right. are you going to blow it all at once and buy a plane? You get a, you get a hell of an excuse to miss the show is what you get. I'm not a pilot, but I know one. Which, which, which was the best excuse ever. <laughs> Uh, great cigar. The, uh, the Aroa cigar, great cigar. This is one of my favorites. The, the 20th uh, anniversary. I remember Christian coming up here when he started with the company. And he, just so you know, he's not a guy that just fell into it because his dad was in the business. The guy hit the road, and he hit the road hard, and yeah. he worked very hard. Everybody that ends up making it, I can't think of one exception that somebody lucked into it. This is a hard business. you you got to earn your way and everybody that does it needs to hold respect and that goes across the whole thing and again we're going to talk about a little on the after show of um bloggers and podcasters and youtubers uh if they're successful they they earned it nobody lucked into this game what does successful mean we can talk about that too they're not getting rich right 
Well, to some people, it's a different thing. Right. You know, we talk to podcasters all the time, and we ask them basically that, that question. What is <laughs> Why it? are you doing right. this? Right. What are you looking for? And they lie, and they say, uh, oh, for the good of humanity or whatever. <laughs> and then you talk to them a year later and say, I don't have any advertisers. <laughs> oh, I thought you were doing it for the good of humanity. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, um, I want to talk to Jim about a, the day in the life of a cigar rep. What do you really do? Um, who do you answer to? What do you do? What do you do? And how many cigars a day do you end up smoking? What's going on? Is you don't that have all to you answer doing any all day long? We're going to talk to a rep. We're going to dig into the rep. And we got one in the audience here that's uh, shaking his head. He's, he's interested in hearing um, what the day in the life of, uh, of Jim is. Of his next acquisition. Well, we're amongst greatness here. All right. We'll get to that and more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Sound stage. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority Podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call 
the three-peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hello, this is Huster Aurora from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We have a cigar rep with us. It's Jim Price. He's apparently a terrible meatball maker, <laughs> but he also sells cigars. And uh, we're going to find out how that is. Uh, in, in the audience with us is Edgar Dakamanji, and he's another cigar rep that's stopped by and visiting us. And um, the cigar of the year, according to the number one cigar of the year, or mm. whatever they call it, mm. because the cigar of the year is the one we pick. Yes. Because it's been going on the longest. We were first. Um, but this one is probably the most recognized Cigar Aficionado's Cigar of the Year, mm. um, and that's what we're going to smoke uh, next. Yep, today's second cigar is the EPC Pledge, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by E.P. Caillo. The size is a 5x50 Robusto called the Prequel, and it features a Havana seed grown in Massachusetts, an Ecuadorian binder, and Nicaraguan fillers. A single cigar will set you back ten ninety nine, while a box of 10 is one hundred six ninety nine. And uh, if you can't find it in any brick and mortars, you can try twoguyscigars.com, but we're out of them, too. Yeah. And that's the number two, guyscigars.com. I grabbed the last five of them because I said it's just never going to happen that we're going to have enough mm-hmm. to say anything about it because here's the problem that, that happens to all these companies. Unless they pick a monster company, um, there's no way they can handle it. They don't have enough rollers to be able to handle uh, the, the boost they get from a Cigar of the Year by Cigar Aficionado. So uh, here it is. I've had it. We're one of the lucky people that were chosen uh, to have it at, a, at its launch during the COVID thing. It was a Skype with Ernie. Uh, and 
he explained the cigar to it. I, I was uh, allured to it because of the Massachusetts connection mm-hmm. to it. Um, everybody talks Connecticut broadleaf. This mm-hmm. is, as Barry said, Massachusetts broadleaf. Well, uh, Havana seed grown in Massachusetts. Yeah. That's oh, Havana seed grown in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I recall, and I smoked it along with him on the on the Zoom meeting, um, the most strongest cigar that Ernesto Carrillo has ever made. Ever. Ever. So mm-hmm. let's see if we agree with dun, that. Dun, dun, this dun, is dun, not dun. Cigar, part of the Cigar Authority care package because, frankly, <laughs> we don't have no them. way. <laughs> we don't even have any to sell you if you want Although, I don't know. I think it's just me, but every time I hear pledge, I think furniture polish. Ah, I'm going to see if I pick that up. A, right, a little lemon, get, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's give it a kite. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. 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 So you notice when you cut the cigar, and even Jim cut a cigar this time, it was kind of like chewy. It was like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. toothy. Yeah. This is thick tobacco. I, I don't get any lemon. I do get a little little bit of vinegar on that. I'm picking up some leather notes. Leather? Mm. Like a ball gag? <laughs> like a new the red like a new leather stool. Jonathan, did stool. you notice on the foot of the cigar there was a ribbon? I did notice that. All right. Did you feel like tying it Oddly, I was oddly aroused. <laughs> We're gonna light our cigar today with the Vertigo Gauntlet. The Gauntlet. The Vertigo Gauntlet features single action, three jets in line, fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank. At the bottom you have easy adjustment, a flip out bullet punch. And a distressed look on the outside of the lighter, so you don't have to worry about your lighter looking old in a couple of years. It looks old the second you buy it. Hmm. 1999, the Vertigo Gauntlet. Dave, Ted Hughes. Wow, it's strong. <laughs> I was just going to say, Ted Hughes, <laughs> Dave wow. says too strong. Wow. <laughs> and he said it before you said it. Yeah. Really? God and almighty. Are you kidding me? No one is taking that bet. Dave uh, is it, saying too strong. It's a strong. four. It's a 10. 4.72. It's a 10. This is a 10? 10. I don't know how you could tell that on one puff. Oh, my God. Because I've had it before anyway, and I know what I'm in for. Um, Wow. Cigar of the year. The problem with this, this is not for everyone. And that's a problem to give something a cigar of the year. There's only a handful of people that can tolerate this. How many boxes have they sold that'll sit in some guy's humidor after he realizes he can't smoke it? Man. You think it's that strong? Yeah. I mean, it's a 10. What was it? The LFT Oro Tubo was a 10? This isn't LFT Oro Tubo strong. So what is it? 9.7? Chisel's a strong one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't this know. This is as strong as right, a chisel. Right now, I'm thinking seven, eight. You think so? Get out It's of the here. strongest thing that E.P. Carrillo makes, but he's not known for making <laughs> strong cigars. Yes, he is. I'm as a matter go- of fact, when he when he started, it was La Gloria Cubana, and it was the strongest cigar out there. At the time. Yeah. At the time. And then, now that comes then into he the came five out or six. Enough, then his, his El second, Rico Habano. Even stronger than that. Yeah. He is known for- Made it all the way up to seven. No, at the Woo! time it was a ten. At the time, time. Yeah. at time, but he has continued making great and cigars. Now he made a. This is much stronger than a Glory Cubana. It's a ten for him, but it's a seven for the industry. Oh, is you're my guess. crazy. You give you 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 give ratings too high and and um, anonymous indi- of strength anonymous individual in YouTube chat room who 
bought a box of the pledge when we did have him in stock. Yeah. Said it's a six or seven Get max. Out of here. <laughs> You're wrong. If medium is a six, you say it's a little more than medium? Medium no, five is, a, is five. a medium. Blow it out your nose. No. Go ahead. <laughs> no. We, had, we had to do it on the Zoom call. Everybody had to do it. Retro. It's a little coming out. Very smooth. Go ahead. Throw up. Let it out your nose. It's smooth on the retro hell. There's not a lot of front <coughs> pepper. It's smoother than I thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like his meatballs. Shame. Whew. Shame. <laughs> Stings. Shame. Stings. That brings it up to a 7.2 on the retro. Oh, get out of here. I don't know why. You just can't say when, when something's strong. Does it, if it's well, one I'd like to, to wait to the middle. I mean, it's going to. It's got some intensity. I, I want to wait. It is a robusto, so you're going to yeah. get the the majority of your flavor right at the beginning. I would expect. I think the strength will probably change. In the- Compared to we just smoked the Aroa. And Mitch Hostad said yeah. no way to ten. What, what, he what, thinks it's a six. I think that's all a five. right. So we smoked the Aroa. And we said this was a seven. You said it was a seven. No. I said it was a five. I, I agree with five. Yeah, I, I thought it was lower than seven. This is stronger right, than that. I said but it's a by seven. Two you points. say it's a five. So if this I is a five to you and a seven to me, it's a ten to me. Seven, <laughs> three more. You said it was a five. How big is this? About a seven. Yeah, by the you went up two. Your your strength ratings are like Barry's cigar ratings. You know, you're about two points too high. Too many Lugianas. <laughs> <laughs> it's the strongest cigar he ever made. Uh, listen, I'll I'll give you my opinion. It's, so far, it's delicious. I have no That's complaints. Great. I just I, I hate I can't give it to you on the the strength. I want to. All right, we got Jim Price here. <laughs> he works for Aroa Cigars. He is a rep for the company. There's a rep and there's a broker. Edgar is a broker for E.P. Carrillo. He's out in the audience. We're smoking a cigar that he represents as a broker, meaning his own company. You actually work for the company itself. Correct, directly for Okay, the so one question people ask out there, because we always hear uh, people wanting to get into the cigar industry. And usually when they say that, it's you want a job here. And they go, no, no, I want to work for the cigar industry, like working in the cigar stores and in the cigar industry. Mm-hmm. But they want to be more and, and um, actually work for a brand. How does one go about getting hired for a cigar company? Because you didn't work for another company before that. Uh, no. Right. I worked in retail, though, for other stores. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I so- think it's a natural attrition. I mean, you work in retail, you go so far. And then, you know, if you want to get out on the road or, or you know, potentially make more money or, or a little bit of the freedom of the road, then that's a natural transition. See, you I look mean, at that as freedom of the road is a positive. Yeah. I think you well, guys you work taste, your ass off. You taste it as meatballs. So he's obviously used to being alone. <laughs> <laughs> I look at it as you. Says the newly alone man. So It's true. Jonathan works in a cigar store. Love it. You work on the road. I think you work harder than he works. Definitely. Most times and you, when and I, you think so, too. I do. Yeah. Most times With when I come in, he's standing around. Yeah, I, I got to shovel the walkway sometimes <laughs> or take out the trash mm-hmm. and jump in the dumpster. Short of that, I got a pretty easy job. And hey, you, you've done both. I've, I've done both, yeah, yeah. And being a rep is tougher? I would say so, yeah. I would say so, too. I don't get told yeah. no nearly as much as you do. When someone walks if into you, my store. 
they want cigars. When you walk into someone's store, they may not want your cigars. Correct. And if you can't handle the word no, then you should not be in sales. Right. Yeah. It's, it's sales. Yeah. It's sales. it's sales. And it's get yourself up in the morning and hit the stores, and yep. the numbers are going to prove whether you're working or not. Exactly. It's a game of numbers, right? Oh, yeah. Like definitely. Else. Yeah. Um, but you do something different than other than many of the other reps. There's a few good ones, but you come in, you fix your case. If something needs to be filled, you fill it. You're not above any of that. Because uh, that's what he did anyway. But that's yeah. that's something you represent your brand very well, and you are you are a hard worker. Man. So well, thank you. You all of it, you're working at a cigar store, and you say, okay, I want to become working for a company. You hear of a job opening? Yeah, I mean, it's like anything. You start. You're in the industry. It's small, and yeah. you know things come around. They, and then or you, you start doing wanna... events for different companies. All like, right. oh, hey, look at that guy. Oh, you know. And then one thing leads to another. And you give Christian a call at that point, or you call who's ever his. Uh, I was recommended actually oh. to uh, actually Tom Wazuka um, did a few events at another store. Okay, and then uh, they decided to put somebody back in New England, and my name came up. And then they approached you, correct? Which is beautiful. Yeah. So, so somebody listening, you you got to get chosen. A lot of that happens. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of that happens e- even to me. That somebody calls up and says, "We're looking for a rep in the area. Who do you recommend?" It's either somebody that already exists that, right. um, and they try to stay away from that. That's actually poaching, which is taking somebody from one company and hey, leave them and come come with us. Um, or if it's a broker in Edgar's thing that he's allowed to have other people's brands and stuff. Oh. He's got a slot open or something. You may want to call somebody that's a broker. But in your case, it's you only sell for one brand. That's it. Yeah. yeah. One brand. Yep. And then you get interviewed with them and you say, I'm the guy for you. I can do this. And yeah. have you ever done it before? No, I have never done it before. Not on the road, no. Right. Yeah. So yeah. then it's, here's a list of accounts. See you later. Or is there <laughs> yeah. a training? Uh, oh, there was definitely training. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I flew out to um, Detroit and trained with the rep out there. For a week, spent the whole week following the procedures and, and driving get, around. Driving around, and yep. And then uh, it didn't take too long. I mean, obviously, if you're going to drive any route, you know, in the beginning it was tricky. And then getting lined up with how you know Frank's here on Friday at two. Ah, you know, uh, you know, every t- schedule is different. Yeah. Um, the key was to get to not be driving back and forth, back and forth, mm-hmm. back and forth, and back and forth. How many miles per year do you drive? Uh, well, last year was different, obviously, with right, COVID. But, but the year before, yeah, before that. that was like 45,000. 45,000. 45,000, yeah. The average person of, does about 10, 12. Right. Yeah. 45. And so are yeah. you an audiobook person or a podcast person? Uh, believe it or not, sports radio. I listen to really? a lot of sports just, radio. I like picking up each different state to get their their spiel on the sports. I'm a big sports guy. So. Do you listen to this podcast on the road? Uh, occasionally, yeah. Have you ever fallen asleep and driven <laughs> off the road? <laughs> Actually, I was pulled over while it was on because I had it on my dash. And they let you go, right? <laughs> yes, they did. Oh, cigar authority. You're fine. No, in the beginning, it was tricky. You know, like any job, you know, you figure out what you're going to do. And then as you go along, you learn to work uh, smarter, not harder, if you will. And, and you're, the, you're lucky that this territory is where you've grown up in the cigar exactly. industry. You know uh, right. everybody. Yeah, it's a basically, it's a four-hour circle, if you will, Okay, uh, miles-wise. And then, uh, you know, I have Buffalo. But I, I'm able to fly out there, so that works out well. But, um, yeah, it's all New England and then New York. And no city, no Long Island. And yeah. stuff like Buffalo, where it's, you know, we measure by the inch <laughs> out here. They measure by the foot of yeah. the snow. 
you go there in the winter time, mm-hmm. or do you say I'll I was see just in the there spring? in January? Really? But you have to, you know, watch obviously the weather, and, yeah, and time it, yeah. Okay, they get clocked with snow. For By the sure. way, your former boss left a comment in the chat room. He <laughs> just said poached. <laughs> Who wrote that? Who wrote that? Kurt. KK Kurt. Oh, right. okay. Yes, Mister so, Kendall. So that that's interesting. He's too. got a good sense of humor. So, yes, he, he does. does. <laughs> it's it's happened to retailers. Everywhere that you know, the, somebody leaves them and goes to, to yeah, the, the yeah. competition. Right. In, in in our case, we've had employees leave us and go to Curt. Yeah. Um, you work for Curt, and then all of a sudden you get, you get poached. poached by. Uh, and how I guess does I was how, poached? And how does that go? <laughs> that you know you're. I'm sure well, I mean, uh, wants the best for you. Uh, yeah, and, and you. I think in any any situation, any company, I, you can't really fault someone for wanting to grow or right. or maybe have a better situation. You yeah. can't. If I was the owner, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have bad feelings about it. I'd be like, you know, if you can't come up to match the offer, all these types of things, um, then it is what it is. You yeah. know, yeah. Roy Kirby. Roy yeah. Kirby was my manager and left to go with Perdomo, and. They pay him more than I would, so <laughs> right. good, good for him and good, you know. Yeah, um, you know, like I said, you can't, you can't fault someone for trying to move on or, yeah. or, or to grow or something different. Yeah, but and you gave him a couple weeks' notice. Oh yeah, all the right things. Yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah, I had Christian call and Tom yeah. call and all, all that stuff. Yeah, how important they, because they got to be customers after. Yeah, absolutely. He, he doesn't yeah. get butt hurt and says, "You took him. I'm not going anywhere." Right. I think I was banned from thirty days from the store. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Eric Wentworth went with Hammer and Sickle. Yeah. I, yeah. Got, I got two that left. How how important is the relationship side of the business? I think it's ninety nine percent of it. Because it, I mean, in sales, cigar stores are going to buy cigars. They're going to sell cigars. So right. and they you, can buy any cigars. They can buy any cigars. Right. But why buy them from you? Well, I like you. Yeah, well, obviously the the brand, you know, all the different brands. But I think they give you. It takes a while to build a rapport with anybody. So it took about I don't know a year, year and a half, and then they start becoming more comfortable with you. So they you realize just, you're not going to play any games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cigars are obviously we know are quality. All these brands are great brands. I mean, they're all well made um, cigars. Yep. Listen, and I don't care what anybody says. The cigars are better every single year. Every year, how do cigars get better from last year to this year? Agricultural, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you huge. Know, they've Done unbelievable things in the past decade, past two decades, mm-hmm. unbelievable. They are getting better and better as it goes on. Do you feel like Aroa and CLE and Asylum, do you feel like there's any chink in the armor? Is there a price point that you wish there was something at where you, you, you keep hearing no because you you can't match this price point? Um, that's a good question. I, I wouldn't say so. We have uh, price points, all types of price points. And cigars. So this, you know, the first 20 is the flagship, if you will. And yeah. then, you know, we go all the way down to a, a bundle cigar as well in the Asylum brand. So I think that each company is going to want to at least have a cigar for each market, if sure. you will. You got the guy who's going to buy a bundle, and then you got a guy who's going to drop $400 on a box. So you saw Miami Cigar. They got rid of all their reps. Um, Fuller Dominicana did the same thing. Yes. Um, i hearing talk about um, other companies doing the same thing. We'll get to that on, on the prediction show of what it is. But there's talks of other companies actually having less, uh, believing less in the reps, thinking um, that there's not that relationship or there's not, you know, they can do it without you, right or wrong. Uh, well, it depends on the brand. I would say strength-wise, that that would be my opinion. You know, it depends. I mean, if they want to take boots off the ground and and give it a shot, I mean, they could certainly do that. But I think the relationships built at each account is something that can, 
it can't be replaced if you put you know someone else in there. Um, but I think that is a lot. There's a lot of value in that, and they know that, especially as the years go on. They, they should. I'm it, I'm worried it, about it to be honest with you, and, yeah. I, and and I need somebody like you. I need somebody like Edgar. To, basically somebody to yell at i need somebody right. um you know i i just can't be um an account number and, and try to call the office and try to get you know i got a problem or whatever it is the times you hear from us is okay we have a problem right um which is a big thing in sales you're, you you're you know you just got to put out fires you're right once you solve a problem for a customer you you essentially win them over is, is the way i look at it yeah yeah if they because some stores you'll go in and they're just right at you and other stores, you go, hey, you jackass, and you, know, you, see, yeah, yeah. you have a little rapport, and then you get to business. So, no, you, you, But solving you, problems is definitely a key in sales. All right. Um, percentage on the road versus actually being in the store? You know, you got to hit the road. You got to drive all the way to somebody, and then you're in the store for 30 minutes, and it took you two hours to get there. Yeah, and then you, so then you would start your route. So okay. if I do Connecticut, I go all the way across the state. and You I, don't work your way to Connecticut. I work my way all the way through it. Okay. Uh, overnight, get up, and then hit accounts again. Overnight, get up, hit accounts again. Okay. So, like, 15 to 17 accounts in three so days. So, even being in New England, you're not going all the way back home. I I am not. Yeah. Um, I've cut back, uh, obviously, because of COVID and yeah. the amount of travel. You want to travel smarter, if you will. Um, when I first was doing it, it was going back and forth. For me, I, it drives me nuts to backtrack. Yeah, it's not you know. I mean, obviously, you can do day trip. Rhode Island's like a day trip. And yeah, yeah. I really only stay over in Connecticut and then a, a night in Albany. Yep. But I mean, those. I mean, conceivably, you can do it. You leave at seven in the morning, and a lot of the stores open at ten, or some open as late as noon. Um, if you have a store that opens at eight, I'm the guy at the store at eight to start the day. That right. way, you're already so you're in that area. You're already. You know, it may take you two and a half hours to get there, but once you get there, everything is stacked together. All right. Do you have a connection with the owner of the company in respects to you deal with them on a daily basis or a once in a while basis or never? You see them at the at the national sales meeting and that's it? Or if there's problems, do you go as far as the owner or is this, um, you know, I don't go to the owner. I go to my national sales guy. Well, our company is more like family oriented, if you will. So we have the WhatsApp, the app on the phone so we keep daily contact uh whether it be taught like the whole group i mean all of us uh you know what we're seeing in the field uh any issues even with the other reps you're dealing with the other you're seeing what the other reps have problems with also absolutely yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah so we're all tied together and it's like a daily thing we That's send our good. number at night um pictures of stores and Everybody so we keep, sees everything. Everybody sees everything. All right. Yeah. So if there's, there's a slacker, everybody can see who's the slacker. And who's, who's <laughs> oh, it's clearly, yeah. yeah. And how you doing? <laughs> I'm, too, I don't, I, I'm, a, I'm always on the road. I mean, I just, I'm not the guy that's just going to sit home. I mean, yeah. there are days when you stay home or if it's going to snow or a Monday, you know, you can, you can do phone work. But uh, I, the way I've always treated you, just, you got to go, you got to be in front of their face. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Got to go to work. And yeah. is is there times that they reach out to the the rep and say, "Hey, you're not doing your thing or whatever," and low man on the totem pole type of thing? Um, I mean, it's all numbers, so yeah, yeah. Everybody if they see, you know, not like a decline of a, it's kind of staggering, if you will. They'll they'll be like, "What's going on?" Type right. thing, but it's not a you know. All right. Uh, get to your email. All yeah. right. It's time for the Trinidad best email of the week, brought to you by Trinidad Cigars. And this week's prize is a hat, a soccer ball, a wireless speaker, 
And what's the other thing? Bags? A flag. A flag. A flag. It's like a flag. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was a flag or a t-shirt. And the soccer ball's not inflated. We like to point that out. Yes. And we just blow into it, or no? You got to get got to get a pump. Yeah. It's a soccer ball. They, well, he's they don't full of hot air. He yeah, can do we it, always right? have Jonathan blow him up. It's yeah. a real soccer ball. <laughs> real oh, soccer yeah. ball. All right. All right. Uh, this week's uh, first email submission is by Matt, and his subject line is after show success. And we'll remember Matt as the gentleman who wrote in with our after show topic from last Wednesday. Mm. Hello, Cigar Authorities. All I could say is thank you for entertaining my topic suggestion on this week's after show. You definitely nailed it. You kept it positive, with all due respect, Dave. I learned about some different cigars at the same time. (laughs) Mr. J, you are 100% right that I definitely knew what I was getting myself into and that a few funny digs were inevitable. But damn it, Barry, I choked on my coffee when you said Jonathan would be a Lagiana. It's a girl. (laughs) That was good. You got me, buddy. And I'm honored that you threw me into the mix, too. Uh, Well-intentioned, but a tough draw pretty much nails what I'm about. Keep it up, and thank you for the laughs and education. Matt from Michigan. Okay, Matt, and he was last week's uh, after show. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So far, he's got my vote. So far. <laughs> he does, he does and none of the uh, letters or numbers in his email address match up to our complainer from YouTube. Okay. So I'm keeping an eye on that. <laughs> See if you can find it. See if you can find that. While you're finding that, it's time for the matchup of the week. And it's brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars. And today, would uh, you rather work with dead people in a mortuary versus work in the business ER trauma unit, the busiest? Dead people. Dead trauma people. unit in the dead, world. Dead people. Dead people. They yeah. can't complain. <laughs> You're not scared of dead people? No. It doesn't bother you? No. You've seen dead people? Yes. Do you see dead people? Irish. Been to a lot of wakes. I see dead yeah, but people. Just, just, it's different in a wake that they're all nice and uh, done up and ready to go. It's not oh, you're talking is. in a setting. I see what you're saying. Yeah, hospital setting. Yeah. No, that I have not. No. no Only not, on the it's TV. It's not good. I mean, you could probably do their hair with the Gorilla Glue, right? They're not going <laughs> to know it would look good and wouldn't go anywhere. No. It's in a no spray complaint. can now, too. Spray it on. <laughs> Everybody, mortuary? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in. Okay. All right. That's that. I expected uh, a big fight on that, but I didn't get it. But uh, <laughs> as the cigar is starting to ramp up, it's still strong to me. And um, I would say I'm going to go down to a nine, but I'm not going any lower than that. Okay. That's, it's a nine to you, and your truth is your truth. And now what's it going to you? Um, still at about a seven. Five and a half, six. Yeah, I'm at a oh, seven. You guys, I'm, I'm playing. I'm going down to a nine. This is like <laughs> negotiation here. It's not a negotiation. That's your, right. your, 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 Dave, your tasting nine. Dave, I'll work with you. I'll Congratulations. 7.1. Not a whole lot has changed I mean, in a lot short of amount of time. Dark, heavy flavors to the cigar. If everybody isn't on strength. board with it is what it is. This is a strong cigar. It is a strong cigar, and a seven would be a strong cigar. Average would be five. I just, I just don't think that yeah. it's Neanderthal strong. One to three is mild. Four to six is medium. Seven to ten is full. This is a full-bodied cigar, but it's on the lower end of the spectrum. I concur. I smoke a lot of full-bodied cigars, man. A I'm lot, losing this. As does Barry. Wow, man. 
I'm, I'm going to a nine, and I really want to say a ten, but I'll say a nine. So you think that this is the same strength as Neanderthal and yes. uh, LFD Oro Tubo Chisel? No, we gave That's, that a ten. That, that was a ten. This, mm. this is very close to the chisel. You ever smoke the Chisolito? The yeah. small one? Strong. That'll put hair in your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Strong. This is this is not a go-to for a regular cigar smoker. As somebody that goes, somebody comes in the store and says, I want a medium-bodied cigar. Would you take him to this? No. No, because it's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> now, if somebody I'm, says, I usually smoke medium-bodied cigars, but I want to jump it up a notch. That, I would bring them that's a good fit. That's a good fit. So this is medium plus. No, it's <laughs> lower full. Couldn't think of so the word yeah, lower. it's in that medium. Pl- this is medium plus. Six and a half to seven, seven and a half, medium plus. It's full minus. Full minus. <laughs> Folks, we're going to take a break now. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's before do that before we'll- he goes full Maduro on us. <laughs> we'll, we'll argue when we come back. We're going to take a break when we come back. Cigar reps, is it a dream job? Or is it a nightmare? We're going to get to that. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican Cigar Manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Certain general warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. 
Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back with smoking the E.P. Carrillo Pledge Prequel. And Mr. Jonathan is just coming back because he had to go throw up and go to the bathroom or whatever he had to do because <laughs> the cigar was so strong and he didn't want to admit it, but he's back and he will admit it later. Uh, it is a 10, right? It's a 10 out of 10. It worked the way it's supposed to work for you? I was uh, talking to uh, one of our podcasters oh, from oh. the African Diaspora Connects. I'm sorry for my tardiness. That's okay. I was not throwing up. Uh, I'm done with this. We're glad you're back. <laughs> uh, it's too strong for me, period. Put it down and smoke the rest of the Aurora. You it's don't have c- to smoke it's it. It's the cigar of the year. I'm going to finish it like a man. I'm going to finish it like a man. <laughs> but you, we're going to have to listen to you bitch the rest but, of the show. But uh, I need you, for the sake of the listener, that's saying, I'm looking for a cigar about a seven in strength, and you say, yeah, I recommend this. You wouldn't recommend this to somebody looking for If a- someone walked in looking for a seven specifically, yeah. they walk in and they go, I would like a seven. The first thing I'm going to do is say, okay, what are you smoking that you're liking at a seven? And it's, say, the Aroa First 20. Okay. Now I know that their palate is more aligned with yours, and I'm not taking because them Because that here. is a seven. Yeah. So maybe I show them something else in the Aroa portfolio. But they, if they walk in and they say, I smoke Padron Presidente Maduro, you know what? Same, same. About a seven. Okay. And the majority of the chat room is agreeing with the seven, with the exception, I think, Ted Hughes thinks it's too strong. It's too strong. But the majority are agreeing that it's a seven. I, I hate to say too strong. It's strong. It's not too strong. It's strong. If somebody's looking for a strong cigar, this is a strong cigar. But Paul Kraft, he, he summed it up perfectly. If you smoke a lot of strong cigars, it's a seven. If you don't, right. it's a nine. No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's either a seven you, or a nine. If you only smoke a, a couple scale. cigars a week and, 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 you and they're lighter. Have, they're you have to have a ten. And we decided that the 10 is the Fleur Dominicana Oro Chisel is a 10. Does okay. it get stronger than that? No. That's about the strongest there is. I can't think of anything stronger. And we didn't get any pushback on that. Everybody says that, okay. that, is, that that's oh, no, the that's 10. That's a strong cigar for sure. Mildest cigar on the market, maybe Macanudo? Yeah. Okay. So there's your scale. Where does this fit? It's closer to the Fleur Dominicana? 
I yeah, would say that. Yeah. Seven, yeah. seven is closer to ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so is being a cigar wrap a dream job? It's a dream job, dude. It? Yes, it is. Yeah. You got to put up with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> is it easy? Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's not no, easy. It's no, not. no sales job is easy, or any any everybody's job has some certain level of difficulty. And but it um, matches I, up. The difficulties match up to what you like. Yeah, absolutely. I wait a minute. I'm just going around. I mean, I, I've smoked their tobacco for a very long time, so it was a natural transition. Yeah, you, for you. you like the product. I, I've already been, be, be hard to sell if you like mild cigars to a full-bodied EP Carrillo, right? <laughs> this is true, but something know, at a, know your nine, audience too, right? Something so. at a nine. Yeah, right. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know, Jim Cigar was a five, so he can sell to that. Me, to me, yeah, yeah. To me, that's a five. Yeah, that's a five. Yeah. Do you feel like Aroa has hit the sweet spot as far as flavor versus strength? Because that really is the debate. Going on all the time in the cigar shop. Um, I would say so because yeah. they're very flavorful, but they uh, there's not a whole lot in your portfolio portfolio that I would say that's a classically strong cigar. But yet everything has plenty of flavor. I can I smoke strong cigars all the time, and I love that Aroa. Yeah. It's got plenty going on, yeah. even though it's a five strength wise. Right, it's, it's a, a more of a, it's more a finesse. 10, I would it's a say ten on the flavor it. scale. Right, more. I think the cigar that particular blend has a lot of finesse to it. It's a cigar that changes throughout. Uh, you're not, you know, this, all right, so this is a strong cigar. You're not like, whoa, whoa, you know. Whoa, Davis, whoa. Davis. Especially at the very beginning of it, early aggressive. It was early aggressive. I'll give you that. And part of that I can say is, okay, it was so aggressive, maybe now I I mellowed it, I got into it. And it's I, definitely and mellowed I'm, out. And I'm accepting it. Did it really mellow out or I got the shock at the beginning and now I know when I'm going to take a hit, how strong it's going to be, because I didn't know how strong it's going to be, forgetting the last time I smoked it and said, oh, wow, holy shit. Right. Okay, instead of a 10, it's a 9, because I mellowed out to it. You know, I, I got smoking it for a while. As I'm smoking it lower, it's not getting milder. It's probably getting stronger. I'm just getting more I'm on. I'm in the middle right now, and it's it's... Essentially, it was probably stronger in the beginning. I was expecting yeah. to pick up more intensity. I agree with as that. it went on, but it's actually mellowed out. So you think yeah. more cigars are made from the one to seven scale than there's very few over seven? That's a fair assessment. I think that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yep. There's also very few that go below three. And like when when um, bloggers end up rating cigars. Everything is from an 85 to a 93. Mm-hmm. Except for me. Some of seven. that, some of that though, and, and Barry does this. In it's a seven, fairness, it's a seven scale. If he's going to give it an 82, he just writes back to the manufacturer and says, listen, I'm going to give this an 82. I'll put it up if you want, but I recommend we just don't go with it and I'll put up another review. Yeah, there are a lot of cigars I haven't reviewed because I didn't like, and yeah. I'm not going to do that because it's just one man's yeah. opinion. Yeah, and it hurt you don't yeah, want to hurt right. anybody, especially in a broadcasted audience. Yeah, yeah. it's respecting if anything. Yeah. yeah, some people drink Bud Light and some people drink Sam Adams. Mm. Who's to say it's right or wrong? Because mm. Sam Adams is a, is a nine in strength to a Bud Light. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I very not, astute. I mean, <laughs> I think the horse is dead, Dave. We get it. No, we, you know that you think that's a strong cigar. We dug so deep with the flavor components and everything we did. I think we have to come up with some sort of scale that works for everybody. That everybody accepts he, he, he the scale can. number because you just say a seven because I say a, a, a it, nine. My rating has not. I hate to break it to you. you it does. Aren't that important it, it, to yeah. my I'm, I'm rating? Gonna, I'm going to steal from a listener in the chat room, Paul Craft. If you drink wine coolers, 
and then you ha- go and have a shot of bourbon, you're going to say that <coughs> bourbon's too strong. It, but if somebody who drinks bourbon all the no, time, it's, it's not strong at all. But if, if you say, I'm going to do all alcohol beverages, the wine spritzer or whatever it is, mm-hmm. is of course a low number, and the bourbon is a high number. Right, it but is. the bourbon's going to be higher to you because you're not used to it. No, it's higher to you too. It's higher to everybody. We need yeah. to have... We need to no, have I think something I disagree. subjective. You build up a tolerance to things, right? It should not be subjective. Why should it be subjective? Well, unless it, they've it, measured it nicotine strength. Like, I mean, you could do it with beer because they do alcohol by volume. Here we go. They don't do anything like that with cigars. So at that point, it's subjective can't of the you, user. Can't you be a barometer and hmm. say that this is a nine? My All barometer right. measures differently. I know what's going on here. Dave no, wants I, a be, panel of yes men. No. Whatever he says, here's what I think we goes just on. have to go with it. I, here's what I think goes on. In the I'm going to say it's an eight day for Every, you. Everybody Give plays the Albert. like they're a tough guy, and everybody says a stronger cigar isn't so strong because you're a tough guy and you can handle it. That's what I think goes on. That you say it's a seven, it. but it's a nine because I'm a tough guy. I can handle it. I can smoke it too, and that's why I didn't put it down. I say, no, I can get through it, but the fact of the matter is it's strong. Can I can I do it? Yes, I can do it, and I'm going to smoke it all the way down. But it's not a sign of am I a man or, or not a man? I can take it or not take it, and I I think that's what goes on through the whole cigar industry. Barry said I'm Lagiana. It's a girl last week. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fitting. I don't and I, I don't argue with him. I laughed. I'm not trying to prove my manliness. Yes, you, are. You, you actually did a whole series on manliness. Those are still out. there. That was ironic. Are we finished? <laughs> yeah, uh, to quote John Vila, this horse is more than dead. It's become glue. Yeah. I want I want to create a number system for strength for the industry. But without the science behind it, it's subjective. One of the because pr- nicotine uh, relates to strength. We don't know how much nicotine's in cigars. You've smoked so many cigars over your time that you're able to put. That's why I asked you the question: mm-hmm. Is 99 percent from one to seven? And if you say yes, it is. Well, why is it from one to seven? Because this has to be a little stronger than another seven. And if that's the case, then it's an eight. I think there's 30 percent of cigars in the industry that you could say are stronger than this. If you want to convert it to percentages. Yeah. I think this is in the 70 percentile. I, there's got to be some cigars. I said, I said Padron Presidente higher. before in the Maduro. That's a 1964. That's about a seven. You go with the same exact is this size. stronger or not stronger? This is it? about the same strength as that. Stronger. You go to the 1926 blend. There we go. And now you're stronger. So that would be an eight, eight and a half. And this is still a seven. That is stronger really? than this. So a, not, a Padron 1926. In the Maduro. In this size. Yep. Is absolutely stronger than this. I agree. It's stronger than this. I agree. I don't. Absolutely okay, stronger. Okay, there we go. I 100% agree with Jonathan. Wow. Ed you, Sullivan, you if you don't it. steal that drop, yeah. all right, I Should will. Should we ring the bell? <laughs> One hour, 38 minutes, and 50 seconds. And you guys will be a little quiet for a second. Ding, ding, ding. I 100% agree with Jonathan just this once. <laughs> That's his maiden name. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to uh, the Don Raphael offer of the day. The Don Raphael offer of the day is brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? $10. Pick up a quick $10. Who's on the $10 bill? Hamilton. Connect your eyebrows with a Sharpie making a unibrow. 
<laughs> and leave it on for the rest of the day. The rest of the day at work? Yeah. The rest of the day. For $10. Wherever you are. I don't know about going home with it. I do it at work. Ten dollars. Uh, rest of the day at work. Ash Wednesday. I will be a- your representative to the public with a sharpied unibrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You pay me. I'm not doing it. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Do no it? matter how hard you try to get rid of it, unibrow? it's lasting more than a day. For the whole day. Yeah. Outside the building. Yeah. Leave it on for the rest leave of the, the day. Rest, yeah. Stay in all day if you want. <laughs> It's ten dollars. He cheaped uh, out on this one. I'm gonna yeah. take the ten dollars. You take it. Mm. Sales must be hurting this year. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I get just, just kidding. <laughs> Ed, you're in. No. <laughs> they they don't make gray sharpies, do they? No. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's right. Yeah, I'm out. All right, that's the Don Raphael offer of the day. All right. Our next submission was submitted through the contact us page of the Cigar Authority. .com and the subject line is don't go soft. Hello gentlemen and Barry. I've been disheartened lately at the fact that you've entertained the ideas that you need to be well softer. You know, nicer to each other, not say bad words, yada yada yada. We've had this before. I ask that you not change anything about the show or who you are for those out there who are apparently too easily offended at the fact that men and friends curse and give each other shit when together. Fuck yeah. The fu- the four of you are very different people with different personalities that for some reason work well in this show's format keep laughing at the fact that dave can't pronounce or spell properly that ed is old and crotchety that barry is juvenile and drops the f-bomb and that mr j (laughs) likes to dance with men i played right into that fucking email (laughs) (laughs) and really what level of narcissistic do you have to be to insist on being referred to as mr there we go the back and forth banter and giving each other a hard time coupled with your varied backgrounds and knowledge of cigars and the industry is what make the show both entertaining and educational. I've learned so much in the last couple of years of listening and watching the show. I look forward to them every week. With the care package, I've tried some sticks that I wouldn't normally have thought about. Keep doing what has proved to be a successful show and don't go soft. Stay smoky. Mike from Wyoming. And thank you for bringing back Frankel the Cowbell. You tasted ah. some smoke, you fucking asshole. Jesus. <laughs> it's not nice. People don't like that. <laughs> We've gone right off the fucking rails. After <laughs> oh, my God, with the F-bombs. Don't go, don't go soft brought to you by Blue Chip. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's, uh, that's number two. So, so far, we got the after show, uh, Matt, and we have Mike with Don't Go Soft, which is... Uh, yeah, and you know with that title, he expected something out of Barry for Don't Go Soft. Yeah, yeah. And he got it out of Dave instead. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing is sometimes I'll be I'll be reading through the emails and people get us confused by the voice and they'll say the wrong person really? said something, yeah? Hmm. This guy gets us though, right? Mike gets us. Mike gets us. Gets what the show is about. It, it takes a while for the uh, somebody to come on for the first time probably says, what's up with those guys? They hate each other? Hmm. A little bit. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. The subject line is, am I a cigar authority? Dave, as far as I'm concerned, you asked for this. Hmm. Non-shit sandwich edition. Hmm. Since the new tagline empowers your audience to be a cigar authority, I think I need to correct an egregious error made on last week's show discussing the Chinese New Year. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. During Mr. J's reading of the emails, Dave started a comment on Don's email regarding the use and purchase of a humidor. After a pleasant and informative discussion, he quickly turned to an honorary and somewhat combative person laying into Don and his question about why he would even have the gall to ask a retailer if he should buy more stuff. I was joking around. Now, <laughs> of course, I'm trying to sell him a humidor. <laughs> now, pay a, now pay attention, Mr. J, because here is where you undermine the group's authority. Ooh. But Ooh. don't think you acted alone. Oh, no. Ed, Barron's, and even you, Dave, are all just as guilty for not correcting him. Mr. J, you said- Correcting who? The- correcting me. No. Yes. Yes. You are all just as guilty for not correcting him, and I was the subject okay. of the sentence. All right. Mr. J, you said that Dave has two modes, and he has his natural mode, and he has his Maduro mode. Yeah. How many times <laughs> I've heard you guys say that the consumer really does not understand Maduro? Further aging of almost anything when done properly often smooths out and sweetens it. This works well for aged alcoholic scotch and works especially well for, you guessed it, tobacco. If you don't believe me, go smoke a Lagiana Natural in Maduro. I hear it's the same blend, but you can taste the added sweetness of the Maduro. Consumers only think a Maduro should be rough and ornery because of the self-fulfilling prophecy of the blenders who make rough and ornery cigars because it's what the consumer is Absolutely true. Now, Jason doesn't know the little thing behind the scenes, so I'm going to say it. We had done the after show before the show last week, and we were assigned to give each other a cigar. So Barry said that Dave is like a barber pole because he has two personalities. Now, those are the two prominent tobaccos in the industry. You have a natural and you have a Maduro, and that's why Barry said it. Not that Maduro is rougher, just that Dave has two very contrasting personalities. So- he so, believes that we did a disservice to the consumer by saying that Maduro is So maybe rough. the Maduro is Dave's sweet side and the oh, Connecticut listen, is Jim sort of the sour Jim, I have a and question bitter. bitter. When you come to pay a sales call to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem and you're in downstairs, <laughs> do you go, is the big guy in a good mood? Do I? No. Have he's you never, ever? He's no? never. I've Are you not that. one of those guys? No, okay. I've never done that. He's no. never seen Dave's bad side. I am not that guy at all. I am not that guy. You're out of your mind. 95%. Listen, he's had. We have a new producer here in the studio, and I heard the, this person had to come in on Friday to do a little bit of extra work. And ha, she had to listen to Dave complaining about Wednesday's show. Can you believe that they say that I am like this? And he's going on and on and on. It really, I think we really hurt his feelings. Because it's not true. 95% of the time, you're awesome. 5% of the time, eh. I guess it's better than me because I'm seventy side. thirty. I, I don't think it's I've seen as, the bad side. What they want is when they when they fuck up, they want me not to say anything about it. I can't. I'll have a I'll have a stroke if I don't let it out. So I say it and it's over. Sometimes you let it out and I'm worried you're gonna have a stroke. That is true, by the way. When he lets it out, it is over. He doesn't tell you over. again. That's it. I said what I gotta say. So w- would you say it goes from like a five to a nine? <laughs> about a seven. About a seven. About a seven. Yes. <laughs> a seven. And when you were the producer, right, I said, make sure all the volumes are the seven. And you go, what the hell is that? Make everything seven. 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 All right. Seven so uh, in contention here, we have uh, Jason, who takes umbrage at the improper use of the term Maduro. We have Matt. And, and Jason, I want to add to that that most Maduros are full of bodied 
and stronger. He, he, he said that at the end of but, his email. Yeah. Because that the manufacturer does it. No, if you ended up making the blend and you didn't do it, it would be sweet like La Giana mm. is. But the fact of the matter is, it is. So we have to warn people when they're going to the Maduro version. This well, is a Maduro. So we have so so you, You've got to yeah. warn people when Dave's in a Maduro mood and they're going up to the office. Uh, we have Jason, Maduro Jason. We have After Show Matt. And we have Mike. Don't go soft. Don't go soft. My Mike. vote. Yeah. Don't go soft. I vote for uh, fucking male number two. Yeah, I that appealed to me. I want to get back to our roots. <clears throat> uh, for fuck's sake, I'll oh, number two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, Jason. You only get one vote. It's from me. So, uh, Mike, you're gonna have to uh, shoot me an email. You win the prize. Poor oh. Maddie wrote wrote in twice. We did a. Podcast uh, about him, and he still gets no prize. He was the early winner. Yeah, he was the early winner. But Mike, don't go soft. That was funny. Uh, you win. Okay. Uh, the after show, uh, we're going to talk about bloggers, podcasters, and YouTubers all in the cigar industry, kind of going at each other uh, the past week or two. Who influences who? And uh, we'll talk about that. And um, can we all get along? Is basically. Um, the, the finish of that. And while I say that, um, big thank you to all those people sharing our stuff that's out there, especially uh, MeWe guys that are really involved. I, I have to laugh out loud when I read some of the comments. Talk about understanding the show. They get it. Mm. They are behind the scenes guys. They actually know all these little, like somebody will respond to something and say, Something and they, I go, they oh are, my god! You know, Perdomo has their army. The Miwi is the Cigar Authority army. It's, they're they're there for us, and there's no other reason to be there except because they love the show. So many people have the 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 logo as their banner on their their profile on Miwi. It really is humbling. That's super fans, right? That's right. It is good, and y'all getting used to it too. Yeah, I like it. I like the interaction. I like the the chat aspect. One thing I, I want to get going yeah. is this new thing, possibly. Clubhouse. Huh. Uh. Well, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Once they do Android, but you know, yeah. they're still a few weeks away from an Android version. Because Jonathan's saying, let's get a little something going on the side. Maybe we get a little Clubhouse group or something. Wouldn't that be nice? I mean, right now, what is it? 60% of the phone marketplace is Android? Well, you, you just can't go to Clubhouse and do it. Some, you got to get invited. Yeah. And that, that becomes the problem of... Yeah, it's still in the beta not, stage. Yeah, it's, it's not too popular. exclusive right now. Yeah. And, and we're already an exclusive group to begin with. So <laughs> uh, that being said, let's get to the Classic 3-Way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. I think Ed came on strong last time at the very end. Yeah, so it took it all. So Jim's the winner now. All right, so Jim will go first, and you can help. He can help you if you want. 
If you need a little help or something, phone a friend. You can phone, phone a, a friend. friend. He's right. right there with you. So okay. I have four questions. And if you whisper, he, he's the only one that can hear you. <laughs> okay. So I have four answers and no tiebreaker. Therefore, what? If, if it's a tie and you guys win, you guys are in the Shows. tie. It stays with you, Ed. So you'll be on. Is that the, your first the, first move and not going soft? Yeah. All right. No tiebreakers. Not, not going soft. I, I will never go soft. By the way, <laughs> never happen. Um, all right, Jim. Ready? Jesse James holds up his first bank, stealing $15,000 from the Clay County Savings Association in Liberty, Missouri today. Jesse James' first holdup. Boy, his family is proud of him. Jesse James, what year was that? You got to pick something right after the Civil War. So. Don't give him any things because these guys didn't write their number down yet. 1820. 1820. You're way, you're way low. They yeah. 1854. 1854. 1841. Barry, Barry wins. wins. Barry wins. 1866. I said right after the Civil War, which ended in, in 1865. Eight, oh, 65. He died in the 1900s, didn't he? 19, yeah. yeah, just over yeah. the 1900s, yeah. Barry, over to you. Jerry Springer, best known as the host of the tabloid show, The Jerry Springer Show. Uh, debuted in 1991. He's a former Democratic mayor of Cincinnati, Ohio. He was born in Hellgate Tube Station in London, England today. What year? 1937. 37 says... 49. 49. 43. 43 for the point. Mm-hmm. 44. Whoa. Huh? Good one. He didn't ask for help or anything. No, he just he went knew. for it. He knew. He's a big fan. No big fan. fan. <laughs> Almost redeemed yourself there, buddy. <laughs> He's Mr. married to Connie Chung. Yes, right. he is. Yeah. Mr. Jonathan, Peter Torkelson. Oh, hey, hey, the monkeys. monkeys. Formerly known as Peter Tork, was an American musician, composer, actor, best known as the keyboardist and bass guitarist for the monkeys. He died two years ago, but he was born today. What year? Peter Tork. Uh, 1939. 39. You could recycle that your last answer. I, I could. Jim's a big music buff. <laughs> yeah. So he may be right on target here. Yep. Big Monkeys fan. Yep. Hey, hey. With I'm a monkeys. believer. He, uh, took, he took the last train to well, Clarksville. Quit spanking yours and give an answer, would you? 44. 44. 32. 32. Mr. Jonathan will take the point. Damn it's right. 42. He said 39. <clears throat> so we get a three-way tie. And uh, that makes this the tiebreaker. Yeah. This makes Whoa. the tiebreaker. And it goes over to Jim. No pressure, buddy. The musical Grease first opened on Broadway today. What year? The musical, the musical or musical. not the movie? The, the movie music. came out, uh, I'll say uh, 78. 78, yeah. it says. Barry? I got 77 right now. 77. 1969. 69. Jonathan gets it. Jonathan gets the point and the win. So I went with the movie. 72. He said 69. You guys went over. Of course he said 69. So you should now be used to losing to me. (laughs) It was a tie. It's rigged like the meatball thing. Yeah. You guys are definitely doing it, huh? I'm trying to talk you out of it. I'm never not doing it. I'm coming back. They're never going to forget my meatball next year. See, I have what you call a reverse fan group. They like to see yes. you fail. Yes, they do. And are I you, don't want to disappoint them. Are you going to back? Funny you say that because oh, the week building up to it, all the other uh, fine employees here 
We're saying you just don't don't go last, like Jonathan. Don't you don't want to be <laughs> don't want to be last. Jim, are you going to use some kind of red meat next year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think turkey was a strong meat to put in the meatball. Yeah, it was great. Oh, I had pork, veal, yes. lamb, and burger, and, and hamburger. So what are you going to do different? Everything. Mm. Maybe ratio different. Or, or just cut down on the... Um, the flat iron pepper flakes is what killed me. Yeah. It was spicy. They are good, but I just did it. You know, I was all done with it. I did it all out. And I was like, yeah, one more shake. And that well, was it. That shake is you what My girlfriend said, you. she's like, what are you doing? I go, eh, I don't like it spicy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what did she say now? I told you. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I heard it all the way home. Yeah, <laughs> you lost the meatball competition at a cigar shop. All right, now we're down to the very base end of the EP Creo Pledge prequel. It's down to a five. <laughs> it did. It did drop a bit. It could yeah. go as low as five. Nah, I'd, but I'd say maybe dropped. a six. Is this yeah, the Richter scale, or <laughs> dropped a bit in strength. It, it, this is one of those cigars that really it starts off as full as it's going to be, and it slowly transitions into. A, a true medium cigar on the second half. I agree. 100% agree. It, it did slow down, but it didn't slow down all that much. I, I say this for the people out there that smoke cigars and you don't want the real full-bodied stuff. Yeah, if, if this you're- This is a it, really full-bodied cigar. I want to warn you. If you're listening to the show and you know that your palate aligns with Dave, stay steer clear of this. If your palate more aligns with Barry or Ed Sullivan or myself, then it, this it, is something to try. It's a well-made cigar, but it's way up there in, in strength. And uh, just yeah, there's no, and that's what I'm saying to you. They want to lead you in a different different direction. Uh, if you like strong cigars, beautiful. That's the way to go. Search it out because it's not going to be easy to find. Um, cigar aficionado says it's the cigar of the year, so mm-hmm. it, it's hard to get. They're they're a small company and uh, they don't have all that many rollers, so it's not going to be like all of a sudden they're going to come flooding in. They're not, so you got to search it out to end up finding it. As we say, the Aroa. More up up my alley, a couple of points down in, in strength, but still lots of flavor. Um, and a go-to for me, Yeah, it, it's uh, I'm better off with something like that. You are. Yeah. It's very good. There we go. That's it. All That's right? It. We're done? Okay. Uh, next week, um, you like Cuban cigars, but um, they're not re- readily available to you, and they're illegal. What should you smoke instead of a Cuban cigar? We're going to talk about that and why they like Cuban cigars. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you might have learned something today which makes you soft. No, yeah. it makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.